hey welcome everyone uh, my name is shalaka and i am client partner here in lemnis customer success org and today i'm really excited to moderate a discussion between two industry leaders uh, our topic today winning with a cdp uh, you know digitization lessons uh, from covid 19 comes at a really critical time uh, you know when the global pandemic is not just a health issue anymore it's also forced businesses to innovate and adapt really urgently uh, we are now seeing martech leaders consolidate their stacks and tie them across uh, you know cross functional business channels so uh, two of our thought leaders are here today uh, our main speakers for the day and quickly jumping to uh, introductions over here uh, so the first participant is prashant agarwal uh, hey hi welcome prashant so great to have you uh, he is uh, the head of uh, digital marketing at aia group Uh, AI is uh, Asia's preeminent life insurance major and it's also one of Asia's biggest companies. So Prashant's industry agnostic career gives him multi-domain and inter-industry uh, acumen. He's a marketer for businesses, innovator at corporate innovation labs, connector at uh, startup accelerators, brand builder, frequent international speaker and regularly serves on juries for awards. Uh, Prashant has worked across India, United States, Singapore, and Hong Kong. Uh, he's worked across uh, environments like di- direct, di- retail, digital, both across B two B, B two C, and indus- covered industries like banking, insurance, and tech. So, Prashant, uh, again, uh, so great to have you. Uh, moving to our second participant. So, our second uh, guest for the day is Subra Krishnan. He is the CEO at Lemnis. Hi, Subra. Uh, so Lemnisk is an innovative customer data platform with real-time cross-channel marketing automation capabilities. So Subra is uh, an outstanding Martech and CDP expert who leads the CDP product vision, evangelization, and thought leadership here at Lemnisk. Prior to Lemnisk, he was with Visuri. Uh, Visuri was uh, one of India's hottest ad tech companies. At Visuri, Subra held various positions uh, relating to product and business leadership. and it finally culminated into his role as a ceo where he saw uh, successfully led through visuri's acquisition by afil so subra has also had uh, stints with austin uh, us based trilogy and automotive firm daimler chrysler uh, it's uh, great to have you speak here with subra uh, with prashant subra so moving on to part 1 of the discussion uh, here is where subra and prashant will discuss our core topic and uh, you know cover all things marketing covid cdp uh, martech strategy and so on so with that i leave it to you subra to get cracking perfect thank you so much shalaka and uh, prashant uh, great to have you on the uh, discussion today and i'm so looking forward to uh, speaking to you today you sit at the heart of uh, what's happening in the industry right now and i know that, that you bring so much Uh, depth and insight into uh, everything that sh- that's happening around us and ha- everything that uh, how how really uh, marketers need to react uh, to a situation like this so so looking forward to it so let me just get things uh, rolling right away my first question is um, just you know around how has this whole thing uh, you know we talk of things getting shaken up and you know we we talk of how uh, stuff that should that usually happens over 3 years is happening over 3 months uh, so you know maybe a quick take from you to get things started in terms of what does this mean for the insurance industry uh, you know in this region and especially for ai so i think this this entire covidian reality that we live in 
is now changing the fundamental of how people have perceived risk. A lot of times insurance used to be something that someone else needed. I, I knew I kind of needed it, but I wasn't really, it wasn't on my top priority list. Now, one of the biggest things this has shown us is that this can happen to anybody and everybody. The richest people, the poorest people, people in America, in China, in Europe, in Australia, New Zealand, are all getting impacted in a very similar level. From an industry perspective, a friend pointed this out yesterday, and it was so true that we used to think that people who you know, go to churches, people who are taking the train instead of driving are our ideal insurance customers. They're the lowest risk. Now, maybe not so much, right? So any place where people are coagulating, it's, uh, it's changing that dynamic. We've been doing a lot of uh, analysis around how people are changing their thought process and how corporates are evolving. Uh, and it's a constantly changing scale, but few things jumped out. One was that uh, the social media's role has changed. People are relying on social media, even in a world of fake news, for influential news ahead of even sources like the CDC and WHO. Secondly, people are consuming a lot of content online, not surprising, but it's a lot of video content and a lot of that video content is around mental uh, anxiety, mental health, coping, physical fitness. People are creating their own physical fitness videos and uploading them. So it's it's something that where the awareness is very, very high. Thirdly, we are finding that people who were not considering insurance are now considering it even as they're cutting back on other expenses. So insurance potentially for the first and maybe the only time in its history is beating out the intent to buy a TV set. <laughs> now, under any circumstances, beating out a TV set is kind of cool, but put it in context of someone like a Shalaka who is in a lockdown is wants to buy insurance more than she wants to buy a TV set when she's in a lockdown, right? So the, the intent is high. The challenge is, especially in our industry, because we have been a very face-to-face, human-to-human industry, we are finding it a struggle to make those human connects to do that last mile fulfillment. At the same time, one of the other challenges is that people are going to need something different, but they are overwhelmed in their online world. I don't know about you guys, but somehow whoever thought this work from home was easy, I'd really love to meet them because my workload is higher than it's ever been. I'm staring at a screen more than I ever have. And what that means is that I need to connect with things that seem to talk to me. They can't talk at me. My distraction level is very, very high as a person. So the way insurance will connect is it needs to use a non-stronghold of the agent to establish a human to corporate connection. And then the agent still plays a very important role in making that final last mile uh, delivery. But something has to make that connect. And we can't just rely on the agent going out in the field and meeting lots of people to make that happen. Got it. So in, in some sense, you're saying that uh, the, the model has uh, not not really changed, but the imperative is uh, is on digital 
sort of coming to the center in terms of being able to uh, craft and nurture those relationships a lot more and potentially playing a role more in the last mile as well. That's that's a big so, so I think if you look at an insurance journey as learn by service claim, the role of digital in learn is more than ever before. Yeah. It'll have a major role in service and claim. I think for the buy part, it'll play a co-pilot role where the agent will still bring it over the line. Some agents are already now doing this online, so they are doing assisted sales. I'll call you and I'll walk you through the process and the forms are online and the video recording is the way we are recording our conversation, so to speak. Yeah. So that model will say it is not going to replace an agent, to be clear, but it is going to make the it is going to enable the agent. Now, in this, we do see that the way customers interact is going to be very different. So I'm going to jump the gun of potentially your next question. And that's where CDP comes in. Yes. See, customers more than ever before need what I call the tape met method. They need to feel that they were targeted. Their reaction needs to be fast. It has to be agile. You know, patience of people to wait for 30, 40, 60 seconds while something else happens now is zero. It has to be personalized. I have to feel like this is talking to me and it has to be engaging. Now you can't do TAPE if you do not have data on your customer and you can't apply that data on scale. Many companies have data. Most do not have the ability to convert that data into an automated on scale engagement system. And that is where CDPs and other pieces of marketing tech are now going to make a very big splash in my view. Got it. Good. And I think that just stems from, I think it was, uh, uh, if I recall correctly, it was Milton Friedman uh, who basically said only a, uh, only a crisis, whether uh, whether real or perceived, uh, uh, produces you know real change. And a lot of that change comes from ideas that are already lying around, right? Uh, it's not that something radical just comes to people's mind. And I think concepts like CDPs, uh, you know, these were ideas that were lying around, but they're sort of probably getting picked right now um, and, and they're getting probably, you know, uh, the additional attention it deserves. So so from that perspective, uh, you know, we actually see the same thing happening in um, other industries as well. Uh, so just to uh, add in a couple of points, whether it's uh, banking or whether it's retail, for example, fundamentally uh, things are shifting towards um, a little bit more towards the digital side. Uh, omni-channel, as it's called in retail, mm -hmm. at least, for example, is, is coming to the fore, right? So what what kind of, how do you see the, uh, let's say for uh, for some of your customer targeting uh, uh, use cases or how you uh, craft your customer experience in this world that we are moving to, how do you see that changing? How do you see that uh, uh, sort of, um, uh, how do you see your strategy shifting there or does it largely remain the same? No, I think the, the way it changes is the way we connect with people. People are not looking for product, they're looking for reassurance. There is so much of anxiety out there and, and for good reason, right? If you take the concept of risk as different from uncertainty, say in a, in a risk environment, you know the parameters, you know what to work with. In an uncertain environment, you have no idea which way it'll go. That That's very, very anxiety inducing. Uh, companies like ours have a dual role to play because especially when you're doing life and health insurance, the role of that is not just to take care of your immediate reimbursement per se, but to also help you feel a little more fiscally secure. And, and if you look at right now, the top two concerns that people have, 
the first is actually not even their health because people are recognizing at a cerebral level yeah. that covid does have a high recovery rate but they are very very worried about the economy they are worried about losing their jobs they are worried about pay cuts they are worried about the economic environment changing which will impact them in so many other ways at the same time they are worried about their health they are worried about their loved ones health especially on the older and very younger side so when you look at that the way we engage will have to be a lot more broader we have to connect with people uh, a lot of uh, our broader resources like our um, ambassadors will have to even entertain at the same time right the, the message of bad things could happen to you when bad things are happening all around you is probably not the best message to, to make you feel uh, comfortable and in the frame of mind i'll give you a very simple example so ai is one of the sponsors of the, the sports team right now in these in this environment there are no league matches going on but at the same time there are the world is full of uh, a whole bunch of football fans who would love to get entertained and there are no matches so we took a lot of the old footage of matches and created a program around ma- match of the month where we've dug out footage of iconic matches from the 80s and we show those little snippets to people they interact they vote with which was their match of the month it's doing fabulously well way more better than what we thought it would because people are desperate for content that is other than wash your hands stay indoor and you could die right so how do we do that and i think that's where our industry has a very important role to play and what's your i think um, of course from ai's perspective it's it's very clear how you're emerging but let's say you had to give um, your top two or three inputs uh, uh, you know for somebody who's In, in your position, but in other, it's maybe even across other industries. Um, I think it's very clear. Uh, one is, of course, the tape framework, and then being able to, uh, uh, you know, engage users in newer, more entertaining ways. Um, mm-hmm. What What are some of the other things you would uh, you would probably advise? Them? So my my suggestions are threefold. One is invest in digital advertising. Uh, yes, for corporates also, this is a time when they want to cut back on budgets. But the reality is that now is the time to connect with people, and digital advertising is a particularly effective way to do that. Get your message out there. People are ready to consume. Here's the very strange phenomena we have found in this in these COVIDian times: more people are trying new things, and more people are trying new brands. Now, this is not normal. When people are under threat, they seek the familiar. right now some is by force you, in china we've had 30% or higher uh, first time trials of uh, telemedicine now that makes sense because people don't want to go physically into a doctor's office where they can avoid it but people are trying new brands they are they're trying new things so there is definitely that that becomes an opportunity second is if you're a marketer invest in marketing technology because uh, there is no way around it if you don't you will do two things both of which are bad one you'll spend a lot of money because you'll just spray very widely yeah. and the message will not resonate with a whole bunch of people but you will equally start turning off a bunch of people they'll start to tune you out in a world of digital overload people don't want to engage with a message that's not talking to them that's not connecting with them so investing in marketing tech is going to be super important 
The third, which will sound very self-serving towards you guys, is that people need to find pieces and parts of systems and stacks that have been designed for mostly their purpose and therefore can be deployed quickly. So speed becomes of the essence. And the reason I'm saying that it'll sound like you, you persuaded me to say this is one of the reasons I'm working with you is because uh, your financial services experience has made your stack fairly ready for purpose right at the go. So when I saw your stack uh, for some of my uh, smaller markets and smaller is a very relative term in AI, smaller uh, markets for me are very, very large in their local countries, the huge companies. Uh, just uh, since you brought up the points of uh, uh, of markets, that was actually going to be uh, my sort of next level question. So I, are you seeing uh, any of this strategy uh, sort of, uh, of course, broadly it will remain the same. What you said is going to be applicable across markets. Uh, but do you see any sort of market level uh, uh, sort of differences in your approach and, and what would those be? I think that will be very interesting to hear as well. So I think the market level differences will be there. A predominant, I, I am not yet seeing any trends that are indicating that people in different parts of Asia need very different things. The timing is going to be very different. When you look at uh, how Vietnam has managed to deal with COVID, you look at a Taiwan, see people love to use Asia as a label, Asia Pacific, right? So easy to say that. But now we have on one hand a country like China, which is in a way out of it, and hopefully will stay out of it. Uh, but nervous around a wave too. You have a Taiwan and Vietnam that managed to control it very quickly. You have a Hong Kong that is just about emerging out. You have a, a New Zealand that has somewhat emerged out. You have an Australia that's almost there. You have a Korea that came out, started slipping back, managed to arrest it. You have Singapore that is hoping to come out of their circuit breakers in the next uh, couple of weeks. We have the whole range. Now that range means that the way we plan the activities and what goes live at what point will need to be different. We also need to be careful. A lot of insurance companies have some kind of a wellness program uh, as part of their uh, offering. For many of them, the, the concept is take steps. Now, a step counter when you're locked indoors is a very frustrating concept. There are only so many times you can take rounds of your dining table. right? So we've been fortunate that Vitality, uh, which is AIA's uh, wellness program, has many other dimensions beyond uh, just walking. And, and a lot of our Vitality members, even during their locked-in uh, times, have been able to be fully active on Vitality. But these are some of the reasons why the strategies at the core are the same, but the way they will play out, the timing will be different and the way we enact them will be different. So uh, to that, Subra, my question to you would be, uh, you know, with respect to the CDP use cases, uh, all businesses have had a strategic shift in, you know, their value proposition, etc. So in terms of the use cases, what do you see has remained kind of constant throughout this pandemic as a value driver for uh, some of our top clients? And what are some of those unorthodox kind of use cases that you see, uh, you know, we've been able to fulfill? Um, broadly speaking, uh, of course, one of the things that has happened is generally you tend to uh, oftentimes con conflate at some level uh, uh, CDP kind of use cases with broadly, let's say, acquisition and maybe, uh, you know, upsell, cross-sell. Uh, 
so I think that, of course, is true to a large extent. So none of those use cases have changed. I mean, we saw what what definitely happened uh, in you know in the uh, right aftermath of the pandemic hitting uh, was that uh, you know, of course the CDP use cases in many cases started shifting to advisories, right? Things like that. Other cases, it also was an important medium uh, for 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 brands to become consistent uh, in what they want to communicate and how are they really uh, uh, sort of looking at their end customer relationships, right? So I think that was one thing that we saw right in the aftermath uh, of the um, uh, you know of the pandemic. And I think in terms of uh, some of the different use cases we are seeing, I, I would certainly like to call out. Uh, one that we uh, that we sort of uh, saw in the banking industry where you know for example in in some of the uh, regions that we are operating you saw uh, npa starting to go up naturally right uh, you know of course people were unable to pay let's say uh, some of their loans on time etc cetera, etc cetera. so you actually saw some of the cdp use cases migrating towards uh, reducing npas which is very interesting because normally you would see uh, uh, probably the, the use case is more focused on acquisition, upsell, cross-sell, uh, but to see that you could actually uh, use it in some of these other cases, right? Uh, uh, positioning moratorium, moratorium kind of uh, uh, benefits and, you know, sort of getting users back who are from probably trying to uh, default. I think that is one very interesting trend we saw, uh, which you usually wouldn't expect. And I think that could be quite useful across because to your point, it, the role of uh, targeted sensible marketing for things beyond acquisition has usually not been front and center exactly. now uh, for retention this is going to be super important right you don't really want someone lapsing a policy because they couldn't make this particular year's payment that fell on this particular date you would love to be able to converse with them and ensure that there is a, a mechanism by which they can be taken care of in some yeah. shape or form so I, I think that's really, really useful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that is one. And I think uh, the the other uh, sort of angle to look at here is uh, I think CDPs are uh, have also, uh, I think, uh, when we look at some, something like an insurance now, uh, I, and what Prashant was saying earlier, uh, Shalaka, about uh, the, the role of, um, you know, online, offline, or other agent and, and digital becoming a lot more tighter. And I think in that world as well, um, I would imagine uh, a CDP can definitely help uh, bridge these two worlds uh, with A, the A part of tape, which is agility, right? It's really making sure that uh, the information between digital and the agent uh, is, is real time in nature and information is continuously uh, flowing across these streams. I think from that perspective as well, uh, I see this tightening uh, uh, is something that the bond uh, of these two spaces is something that uh, I think the CDP. Yeah, and to add to that, it's pretty remarkable that we started uh, one really, uh, you know, amazing use case with AIA that kind of sets us apart from the traditional use cases that we are doing across clients, uh, which is more from digital adoption perspective, right? So now that a lot of BFSI companies are trying to make their sales journeys complete end to end on the digital channels, uh, we are also going to see a rise in use cases where we'll require people to come and adopt these channels, right? Uh, not just new fresh sales, but also for existing customers. For example, something as simple as adopting your e-payments uh, module, right? That your business offers or something like uh, adopt, asking questions online rather than just picking up the phone and talking to an agent and trying to figure out on your own. So that's also probably going to pick up. Absolutely. And I think this is going to be one of those important times 
where all of us as marketers will need to move fast, right? So uh, as we are working on even with you guys, how each of our use cases finally plays out is an unknown at this point. And that's fine because some of these use cases will overperform, some will underperform, and uh, the uncertainty brought into the system with COVID will be a contributing reality factor. And as uh, hopefully COVID eases up soon enough, we will see some of the uh, use cases that didn't perform so well need to be examined again in a different context. So it's going to be a cycle of constantly learning. But one of the important parts of systems like a CDP is that every interaction or lack of an interaction enriches your data file. Every item gives you a new data signal that chooses and helps you decide what actions to take, when to take, how often to take. And that is going to need to become more and more standard operating procedure. Uh, I think the reality of the times that we are in is that even marketing messages, they are not resisted by people at all. People just want the stuff that is relevant. Right. If I if I am desperately a cyclist, I, I want the cycling gear ads to show up. I want a personal accident plan to show up. I don't want mountain climbing to show up. It's like why? Right. So people are holding these expectations. People are demanding a better experience because frankly, they're so desperate for a good experience. Now the number of outlets is fewer. And that's where I think the, these systems are going to become very important. But equally now for you guys, I think you're, you will have an even higher uh, burden to demonstrate to clients how your systems are agile and, uh, and uh, fit for purpose, uh, that all these changing nuances around how the markets are operating are fit in your systems. And I personally believe they are. And the the time will tell us how fit they are and equally you guys will learn along with us. And I expect that this is going to be a very exciting phase of co-learning, co-sharing and uh, expansions for us as marketers and you as integral parts of our uh, providing uh, experts. So uh, Prashant, just one of our few couple of closing questions. Uh, purely from a marketing point of view, just keeping aside digital marketing, etc. Uh, do you see that this phase will somewhere bring out marketing as a much stronger revenue generator than uh, you know it's for, it's uh, shown to be within large organizations? And uh, the counterpart of that question to Subra would be: Then do you think that we would be uh, you know players like us would be in a better position suited to uh, make pitches to marketers where we bring out the sales value or the hard dollar value of uh, products like CDP? I don't see marketing's function as simply an awareness uh, builder. Marketing to me plays a very, very important role in driving preference for people. And that preference uh, for that particular brand, for that company, for that offering, for meeting with that, with that, that company salesperson is going to be more critical than ever before. So to your point, yes, marketing uh, it will be uh, an absolute twin of sales in, in the new world order wherever it already is not. Uh, sales teams will need marketing to open the door to have people already predisposed so they can come in and 
make that final closure and then they can move to the next uh, very, very quickly and effectively. And therefore, I do believe that uh, systems like yours, there are the capabilities beyond CDPs as well, where people will absolutely be more open. The important part will be for you all to almost uh, humanize your offer. So uh, the a problem with marketing tech has always been that it has focused more on the tech and less on the mar. So, so it gets very technical for people and the marketer either does not want to admit that he or she has not really understood what it is or they palm you off onto the tech guys who really don't understand what you do and why you do it. I've had people who say who've come back to me and said, why do you need a CDP? We have a data lake and I'm like, yeah, data lake is completely different from a CDP. It's not an either or it's an end, right? Now that part you cannot manage to educate if you start getting very technical very quickly. So us as marketers will have to equally get very comfortable that in the new world order, MarTech is now a requirement. We will have to hold ourselves to a slightly higher tech standard than we have in the past. You guys will also have to now hold yourselves to helping people understand the mar of your solution more than the tech of your solution. And somewhere both sides will have to educate and get the tech teams on board who just look at something like, oh my God, there is data that is getting put together. Uh, and uh, anytime now there's consumer data coming in, people are nervous. But uh, done right, uh, it, this is all with full consent of people. So it's not a problem to collect it. It's not a problem to use it in the right way. People are giving you that consent, they're opting in. That's not a challenge. It's how do you envisage the right use cases? How do you bring it together seamlessly? And that's why your point on the use case, I think was really, really important. We have to be sensible with what we do here. I think I would actually, um, I think Prashant basically stole my thunder there. Uh, in, in the, I think, look, the pitch doesn't change. If you ask me, uh, the pitch is uh, remains the same. I think ultimately there has to be a very clear uh, uh, linkage between data and revenue. And I think certainly, um, uh, you know, CDP as a technology has been able to provide that, right? I think what definitely changes uh, is, uh, you know, by virtue of uh, the CDP being able to provide a richer and a deeper understanding of the user, um, the idea is, as Prashant mentioned, is can therefore a CDP humanize uh, the, the end customer experience a lot more, right, uh, for, for the end customer. And I think from a marketer's perspective, yeah, I mean, um, um, I think one, Prashant already touched upon the difference between a CDP and a, a data lake, right? I think similarly, it, it's very, I think the world was in some way headed towards CDP-led uh, let's say marketing automation from from CRM led marketing automation that we probably saw for the last decade or so, and I and, and I definitely feel that that uh, part of um, uh, the equation is going to accelerate very very quickly. I mean that's a pretty great discussion. I think we're kind of around the time limit. So, any closing thoughts, Subra Prashant? I think uh, all I would say is that all you marketers out there, I know it's a tough time, but it is also the most um, uh, the, the saying I really is, uh, abide by is don't let a great crisis uh, go waste. This is a very big crisis in the world. 
and uh, we have to use it as a catalyst to change many of the things that we have always believed we needed to change and and now is the moment to establish deep lasting relationships with consumers the customers we build a relationship with now we we will those will endure over a very long period of time yeah and i, I will just uh, build on to that with a simple statement that now is also the time to get in place the systems and frameworks that will help you do that right so uh, and i think now is the time because it's it's a uh, this is not the time when you know uh, you, you can actually you have the hopefully the bandwidth and the free time to get in place some of these core technologies look at it as uh, a downtime in which you can actually get some uh, big initiatives through um, uh, the cdp would definitely in my books count as one uh, because on the other side uh, once once the recovery happens uh, it, it will definitely um, uh, benefit you many many times over that that would be my sort of addition to that yeah so superb discussion thanks so much uh, prashant